Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The situation in Ukraine. We get updates hourly. We bring you any new developments at once. We cover it online at WCCRadio.com and on the Odyssey app. We're never too far away. From an update that the Ukrainian people are fighting back, but the overwhelming Russian firepower, they continue to make inroads. Uh, We saw the shocking images of the Russians attacking a nuclear power plant, the recklessness uh, that Putin has shown. And then earlier today, and we we heard a moment ago in the news at 3 o'clock, him trying to dictate the terms. Uh, he staged troops on the border in Russia and in Belarus, uh, a puppet regime of Putin, and they invaded a sovereign nation, a, a democratic nation as well, with, with uh, ties to the European community, ties to the United States. Uh, there have been severe economic sanctions. Putin comes back and says that is an act of war. Uh, Cities are being destroyed. People are being killed. For what? And I I tried to pay attention in history class when I was a student. And one of the things one of my great history teachers said all those years ago at Anoka High School, and it's been said over and over in history classes, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And it's, I'm paraphrasing here, there there, there are a lot of versions of that same saying. And what we've learned from history is that there have been thugs and dictators and war criminals and monsters like Putin throughout human history. And here in 2022, March 5th, 2022, we are faced with another one of those murderous thug dictators that we've had to deal with over history. He has invaded a sovereign nation. It's a humanitarian crisis unfolding before our eyes. And the United States, Europe, Other allied countries around the world have all gathered together and imposed severe economic sanctions, apparently providing arms. But is it enough? And 
when will Putin cross a line where something else needs to be done? And, that, and that's the question I ask at this hour. I, I ask it daily. Every time I, I tune into the radio and hear CBS News at the top of the hour, Monday through Friday, morning, noon, night, check on the news. Check the website. Uh, read what I can from sources I trust on the situation. And when is this latest thug, dictator, war criminal, murderer going to be stopped? Because what we have learned from history, and I, I could be wrong, and I invite your comments on this. Give us a call, 651-461-9226, or or text 651-461-9226. The one thing we have learned through history is that eventually free people everywhere will need to do something about it. You know the names. You know the circumstances. Even in the last 100 years, or 120 years, in the history of humankind here on planet Earth, just in the last century and a half, but you can go back further than that, we've eventually had to deal with monsters like Putin, and you can put him in that category. You look at his track record. Uh, the the poisoning of political opponents. Don't kid yourself. It's not democracy. Those in elections. He's a dictator. He runs and rules that country with an iron fist. And now he's moved on Ukraine. It was Crimea before. Shame on us. We let it happen. Shame on the rest of the world. And, and the United States can't walk alone in this. But at some point, we've got to look around the room and realize, and nobody wants to get involved in a war. No one wants to send their young people into conflict. I am not a hawk. I am not. But history has taught us that people like Putin eventually will need to be dealt with. Is it now, or are we going to kick the can down the road and deal with it later? He's saying, he's saying everything that even though he moved on another country, that, that he is waging war on a neighbor, that somehow the West is at fault for these sanctions, that that, that in itself is an act of war. I, I I fear for the coming days and weeks and months. You know, the, the, the sanctions will take time. But will a monster and and I think that that isn't too extreme, a monster like Putin, when will the rest of the world step up and say enough? And make the difficult decisions. I know he's Waved the nuclear saber and 
all of that sort of stuff. Sure. But that's the reality of the situation. Now what? Now what? And when he ransacks Ukraine and destroys all their largest cities and sends millions of Ukraine refugees into the countries of Eastern Europe and beyond, then what? Then does he set his sights on Poland or other neighboring countries that were part of the old Soviet bloc? Where does it end? When does it end? And my fear is at this moment, once again on March 5th, 2022, is an American citizen like you. When does it go too far? Is it when it's a NATO country? And and that's the difficulty in all of this. No one wants war. Or very few want war. But but that's what's going on. And the question is, what is the rest of the world really going to do about it? Sanctions are fine. Sanctions are a step. But but sometime the bully sometimes the bully needs to be confronted. It's uh it's heartbreaking. So if you have a thought, six five one four six one nine two two six. And I'm just asking, I'm just telling you what I'm feeling at the moment. And what I heard in those history classes all those years ago. What is the world gonna do about it? Putin's not going away. He seems to be relatively young and relatively fit. Do you do you think the Russian people are going to overthrow? But, but say what you want about the Russian people. They they allowed him to take power. He's their leader. Say what you want. But he he is in power. What have they done about it? Nothing. And now This monster is raging war on a sovereign nation, a neighbor. What's next? That's that's the question. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. I I, I don't have any answers. I I don't know what the answers are. Maybe, Maybe you have a thought on it. Feel free to get in touch with us. A little bit later on, we're going to lighten things up a little bit, head back to the world of sports. But uh, if you have thoughts on what's happening right now, Russia, Ukraine, and and the response, are you comfortable with sanctions? I just don't think it goes far enough. And, and once again, I, I wouldn't want the weight or the burden of sending my fellow Americans into conflict. I mean, that 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 burden is tremendous. But collectively, as the world, what are we going to do about it? Because I will say it again before we go to break: this guy's not going away. It's not going away. This isn't going to end anytime soon. There there needs to be a response. And and the response so far is it enough? Three eighteen here at News Talk eight three zero WCCO. The situation in Ukraine, 
Uh, once again, diplomacy trying to work. Uh, Putin spoke earlier today, said that the sanctions, paraphrasing here, are a declaration of war, uh, even though his troops invaded Ukraine. His troops are killing civilians. His crew, troops are destroying cities in Ukraine. That's the fact here. It, it's illegal. And, and the world has been unified, for the most part, in sanctions. But does it go far enough? That's what I'm wondering aloud. As a fellow American citizen, does it go far enough? And what have we learned from history? People like Putin need to be stopped. Will the sanctions do it? We have a lot of people weighing in on the text line, and we'll get to those texts momentarily. But uh, let's go to the, the, the phone lines. Brian from St. Paul. Brian, you're on the air. Yeah, I'd just like to say that we we have to stop them, and I think the United States Air Force with NATO can stop them without any troops. And uh, what you have to realize about Putin is, and in one way is similar to Hitler, and I'm talking about personality. I'm not talking about what he's done so far, but they are extremely narcissistic personalities. Narcissistic people that are strongly narcissistic, they don't listen to anyone. They have low self-esteem, believe it or not. And that's why they have to do what they're doing. He's not going to stop. It's, it's not Those kind of guys don't stop. Remember Hitler? Even when they were losing badly, Germany, they kept fighting, didn't they? They, they don't ever admit they're wrong. And yeah. I, I, and and that's and that that that's what I'm thinking aloud here, and I, and I'm glad you called Brian, and and that's the question I think we all have to ask, and that's citizens around the world, our our allies in Europe, here in the United States, Canada, wherever it it, it doesn't matter the country, is confronting the reality of what's going on, and what's going to be done about it, and and that's why I'm very afraid. Because once again, you're talking about potentially sending young people into conflict on another side of the world. But does it just stop with Ukraine? Or does he decide to invade uh, Poland next? Well, Poland's a member of NATO. Would, you know, There would be a response. The, the, the question is, if you have someone, and, and, he's, and he's already played the nuclear card, if you will, and mentioned it as a threat. When and who is going to step up? The Ukrainians are putting up quite a fight, we understand. They are getting support, financial support, aid, etc. But uh, it, it, it is a time where you know we, we have to think about, in reality, what's going to be done to stop now? Or later, I don't think he's going away. And if he's allowed to take Ukraine, then what? Then what? Then he sets his sight on another former uh, Soviet republic or country that lived behind the Iron Curtain since World War II until the Iron Curtain fell. What have we learned from history? 
people like Putin at some point need to be dealt with. Uh, let, let's go to the text line before we wrap this up. We have the weather here in a few minutes. But, but it is worth thinking about, and I think about it a great deal. Um, it, it certainly is a scary time. Uh, from our text line, uh, Putin has actually declared war on the United States and NATO. He says sanctions are participation in the war. We, we, we talked about that earlier. Um, the only thing a bully understands is a punch in the nose. Uh, certainly dangerous. Uh, certainly moves into territory, uncharted territory, uh, since World War II. Uh, Europe has plenty of firepower, and it's in their backyard. Adding the United States into this conflict could be a trigger for his uh, nuclear arms. I I think that's already been brought up in in the concern about this escalating. Um, Well-armed drones don't need boots on the ground. Uh, thought uh, in all of this. Uh, another text, Putin is the Hitler of our century. Generations before us kicked the can down the road until millions were killed. And there were warning signs in advance. And people not wanting to address the reality of Hitler taking power and gradually expanding influence. The United States didn't directly get into the war, memory serves, until Pearl Harbor was attacked by the Japanese. Now, granted, we were lending armaments and expertise uh, to to Great Britain and, and the Allies uh, to, to keep uh, the United Kingdom out of Nazi control. But, but it came late, and, and Europe ignored a lot of warning signs along the way. And, and I just wonder when we get to that point where it's like there's, there's now enough warning signs about Putin and his rise to power and this desire to get the band back together, so to speak. His desire of, uh, he, he's made statements about the fall of the Iron Curtain. Well, remember, the Iron Curtain used to divide Germany in half. Remember the Berlin Wall? Um, th- this goes far beyond Ukraine. If you hear what he said, that the, the fall of the Soviet Union was, a, paraphrasing again, a great tragedy. And the idea that he wants to get the band back together. And that uh, this projection of old Soviet power. This idea that um, Russia in some way, shape, or form has been humiliated along the way on the world stage. All scary things that harken back to an earlier time and another dictator. Um, Here's a text, and this is a good one. The difference is we all have nuclear weapons, and he has said he will use them. And a great question. Do you want nuclear weapons hitting the United States? And that is what Russia says it will do. So here we are. Ukraine being attacked. 
by Russia. We're hoping sanctions work, but it gets back to this point. What's next? And when will free people everywhere? Just not the United States or Canada. Free people everywhere who believe in democracy and free enterprise. At some point, we'll have to answer. And is that sooner or is that later? Because if he ultimately gets away with it in Ukraine and people say, well, you know, okay, we, we you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you have Ukraine and we'll loosen some of these economic sanctions because your people are suffering and we need your natural gas and your oil. And then what? And then does he move into Latvia or Poland? And then what? Scary times. 3.31. We'll have the weather in a moment. We'll shift gears. Uh, We'll lighten it up a great deal. We'll we'll talk sports. Uh, The Loons open at home tonight. Tough night weather-wise. We'll get into all of that with Andy Greeter here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. An update on the weather. Uh, the Weather Service has uh, updated the forecast, and they've issued a winter storm warning that does include uh, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, wintry mix of freezing rain and snow will develop late this afternoon into the evening hours. Precipitation will likely start off as freezing rain and sleet, then transition over to snow. A swath of one-tenth to one-quarter of an inch of ice is possible from Redwood County through uh, Kennebec, Chisago, and Polk counties in Wisconsin. In addition, two to four inches of snow could fall in the area, and a winter storm warning is in effect for the combined impacts of ice and snow. Lesser snow and ice totals to the northwest, And uh, southwest of this swath will still cause minor travel impacts where a winter weather advisory is in effect. And uh, the winter storm warning is now in effect until 4 a.m. Sunday. Uh, Heavy mixed precipitation is expected. Uh, We could see uh, up to two inches of snow, ice accumulations, and wind gusts as high as 35 miles an hour. This does include Hennepin and Anoka counties here in the metro area until 4 a.m. So they're they're really starting to hone in and taking a look at the map and what we're dealing with. Uh, Here in the Twin Cities, it does include Minneapolis and uh, the northern suburbs, including Anoka County. So all of Hennepin, all of Anoka County, uh, other counties in the metro area are in a winter weather advisory. So that just kind of gives you an idea of what we're looking at. And the radar is starting to show the precipitation pushing into the area. So it'll be a very interesting night tonight for the Minnesota United FC opener against Nashville at Allianz Field. And Andy Greeter joins us from the Pioneer Press. And uh, Andy, we knew the weather was going to be tough, but uh, we could actually see freezing rain and sleet during this thing. Yeah, not uh, not great conditions as I as I listen to you give them. Yeah, it's 
it's going to be uh, kind of iffy out there tonight for sure. I think, uh, you know, just looking back on, on what things were like for the U.S. men's national team game oh. where it was just bitter cold of, of you know, three degrees at kickoff. And, and that one was, was on a clear night. And this one is, is much warmer, but uh, the precipitation is going to be coming. You know, both teams are going to have to play in it. That was kind of what Adrian Heath said to his team and, and said to the media this week is that both teams will be in that spot and uh, they're just going to have to get on with it. Yeah, and I, I did I did see some video where Adrian Heath talked about, you know, it, it, it's it's the same for both teams. You, you, you played sports, Andy, and now you cover sports and, you know, you get it. If it's cold or it's rainy or it's windy, it's the same for both teams. Yeah, for sure. And I think Minnesota wanted to try to get a training session at Allianz Field this week to kind of acclimate a little bit. Number one, to get outside on grass. They've been training inside a, a bubble in Blaine at the National Sports Center. So they, they wanted to try to maybe get somewhat of a leg up and get a little bit acclimated to, to what the weather might be like tonight as far as just temperature-wise. Uh, but the snowstorm we got a week ago kind of precluded anybody from, from getting on the field before the game. It looks like it was, it's in great shape. Now, obviously, a soccer field is is vital to the quality of a game, and it really held up in, in early February. Very surprisingly, there weren't any real issues. Players and, and coaches for the U.S. Uh, commended the, the work that was done in the middle of winter there, and oh. uh, it looks like it's in great shape here. So we'll see if it holds up, but I'm expecting that it will. Uh, Sold-out crowd, Allianz Field has been a magnet uh, for fans. And in fairness, Minnesota United FC has really delivered the goods. The the, the loons have, have become a, a legit uh, playoff team year in and year out. Now, a year ago, they got off to the terrible start and were kind of behind the eight ball, so to speak, but still were able to get into the postseason. Um, the, the, yeah. There's no question they have a lot of advantages with, with Allianz Field and, and and an owner that's committed to win. Yeah, you know, they're the only men's pro team that has made the playoffs the last three years in the Twin Cities market. And with baseball in lockout and first couple of series canceled and the threat of, of more games canceled, this might be the best men's pro product, uh, or the only men's pro product uh, on the field here this spring and summer. So, and they've been a winner, like you mentioned. Um, you know, they're one of seven teams in MLS that have made the playoffs in the last three years, and and uh, I think one of only three or four in the Western Conference. So they've shown themselves to be a, a high quality team. Uh, you know, I wrote in today's paper about what they need to do uh, to stay in the spot, to take the next step. You know, they they've added a, a new second developmental team uh, to be a pathway from the academy levels from. 10 to ages 19 uh, and they've got this new second team that's going to be starting here later this month. They need to have a consistent pipeline of, of young players from the region coming up through those ranks and contributing to the first team because yes, they're committed to winning, but they don't spend record amounts um, and they're a middle market team. So they need to have players come up through the ranks. Uh, they need to have players that exceed their level players that are sought by teams in Europe or, some of the mega clubs in South America and sell those players on for 7 million, 10 million, uh, maybe even, you know, 20 million if somebody really spikes, because then that money for a middle market team is able to be reinvested in the product on the field. So they need to do that. You know, they've, they've had three times uh, in their five year existence where they've come close to winning a trophy. And that's been elusive to them thus far. They need to 
to find a way to, to get something in the trophy case to really seal the deal and not just be a perennial playoff team, but, but be a winner and win it all in some capacity. If it's U.S. Open Cup or MLS Cup or, or Leagues Cup, which is a new uh, tournament that's going to be happening next summer uh, with Mexico's teams to be kind of a, a regional kind of month-long rivalry. So that'll be interesting to see. So, you know, they need to, they need to find a way to, to develop uh, players, sell them on, and win trophies and play regionally in different tournaments, including the CONCACAF Champions League. So, you know, I think they're, they're committed to do those things. And, and uh, tonight it starts at home against a really good Nashville team. Yeah, and they uh, were able to get a, a draw on the road in the opener in Philly. And, and uh, Andy, you were good enough to join us and, and recap that. That, that. that is a solid result in the opener on the road against Philly. Yeah, Philadelphia is one of the best teams uh, in the Eastern Conference and have been for a number of years. So, you know, in soccer, there's always value in going on the road and, and getting a point. And it's even more valuable when you do it against one of the best teams in the league and uh, in front of a great environment in the uh, season opener and home opener uh, for Philly. So that was high quality for them. Nashville uh, went and did one better. You know, a lot of people think the Seattle Sounders are the class of the Western Conference and Nashville, who switched conferences this last season, uh, went to Seattle last Sunday and, and won on the road in Seattle, arguably the, one of the toughest places to play in the league. And this Nashville team uh, has made the playoffs in both of their two years as an MLS team and uh, showed that they picked up right where they left off with a great result in Seattle. Uh, it's a very stout defensive team, really hard to break down, finds a way to score goals. They've got a creative playmaker like United does. Uh, in Emmanuel Reynoso and Hani Mukhtar is, is Nashville's. So it'll be a, it'll, it should be a great game. I hope that the weather doesn't detract too much from the product on the field um, just because these are two of the best teams in MLS. It should be a great environment, uh, you know, with, uh, with some of the flyovers and, and different festivities and a sold-out crowd and some TIFO coming down uh, to start the game. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what should be a good environment here in St. Paul. All right, and uh, we'll get started at 5 tonight, and hopefully uh, things will be wrapped up before the precipitation moves into the Twin Cities metro area tonight. Hey, Andy, always good to visit with you. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Take care. All right, there he is, Andy Gritter of the Pioneer Press, online at TwinCities.com, Minnesota, and Nashville at Allianz Field on the Midway. It is sold out tonight, and once again, that story is a winter storm warning now for a portion of the metro area, including Hennepin and Anoka County. And in this winter storm warning, if you draw a line from Hinkley through the north and western suburbs of the Twin Cities all the way down to Mankato and Redwood Falls, that gives you an idea of where the winter storm warning is centered around that, a winter weather advisory. And this is for a mixed bag of rain, snow, freezing rain, sleet, and and all snow uh, for uh, the greater Twin Cities metro area. But uh, the thought is, is that it, the impact will be the greatest in the west and north metro and points to the north and west towards St. Cloud. So if you kind of draw that line, Mankato and Redwood Falls, up through the Twin Cities toward Hinkley and beyond. And this, this is one of those where crews will be out, but you're going to need to take it 
really easy because of that uh, potential for freezing rain. Right now, uh, the radar shows the bulk of the precipitation to our southwest. So we'll continue to keep an eye on it as we move through the afternoon. By the way, WCHA final face-off at Ritter Arena. And Minnesota beat UMD 5-1 to in the opening game today. The Golden Gophers ranked number one, and they were the number one seed in this tournament. Beat the number four seed, UMD Bulldogs, coming up in a little bit at Ritter Arena game two. That'll be Ohio State and Wisconsin. The winners meet tomorrow in the WCHA Final Faceoff Championship. Uh, Minnesota, a shoo-in to get it to the NCAA Tournament and they will host a series next weekend at Ritter Arena. Quick break. We'll have much more on a Saturday here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Big day. Winter Sports State Championships. We had girls hockey last weekend, and now uh, we've got wrestling. We've got boys swimming and diving. John Millay joins us, media specialist with the Minnesota State High School League. His blog, John's Journal. If it hasn't won awards, it it should have won awards by now. Uh, John, good to visit with you. You're too kind, Steve. Yeah, it's it's a blast over here at the wrestling tournament. This has been spectacular since we started on Thursday morning. Yeah, and... uh, and, and rightfully so. It's a great event, uh, brings uh, people together from all over the state, and uh, the girls are a part of it. Yeah, that's the big story this year. For the first time, we have uh, brackets for girls. We've had two females qualify for state in the past, wrestling against the boys. But now we have we have girls. We have 10 weight classes for girls. They have had their uh, semifinal matches for girls in each weight class qualified, and Starting shortly here, we'll have third-place matches for the girls, along with third- and fifth-place matches for the boys over here at the XL Center. And then we'll finish off the tournament with championship matches and in three classes of boys wrestling. And one of the beauties, I hadn't thought about this till I, till I started paying attention to the matches today with the girls, it's a single-class tournament. So you, you can have you know a wrestler from Eastview competing against a wrestler from Grand Meadow or someone yeah. from Apple Valley and Bertha Hewitt on the same mat. It's really, it's kind of a throwback. As, as cool as it is and as new as it is, it's kind of a throwback to the old days of single-class high school sports. But, uh, yeah, it was quite something earlier today when the girls took to the mat for the first time and everybody was, was cheering for them. And, uh, and these kids, are, they're wrestlers. They're tough. It's unbelievable. You know, it's uh it's a sport that's not for the not for the meek, and these girls are, are talented, you know, varying degrees of experience. But, you know, some of them are, are in their first year of actually wrestling, and some of them have grown up in wrestling families and have wrestled in other circuits other than high school wrestling for, for years. So really fun, great atmosphere over here, and it's so wonderful to be back in the big buildings. You know, we were in here for girls hockey next week. We'll have boys hockey, or last week with the girls hockey next week boys hockey and uh it's just uh, the word i've used with people as we're talking about how neat this is this, this is normal you know what it, we didn't know yep. we'd ever get back to normal but the crowds here have been so big and so enthusiastic and and it's just been absolute uh, uh, an absolute joy to, to watch these kids wrestle and hear the roar of the crowd and, and just have all this fun yeah 
Great stuff as always, John. Uh, good, good, uh, good to catch up with you. Enjoy the proceedings. I know you're very busy. Once again, uh, wrestling at the X, boys swimming and diving over at you. Have a good evening, John. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. All right, there he is, John Malay, Minnesota State High School League media specialist, and uh, it, it is really a cool story. The Star Tribune's done uh, a piece on that, and. Uh, John does a phenomenal job. You can read his work at the High School League website, mshsl.org. It's John's journal, and he chronicles uh, these wonderful stories from all over the state of Minnesota. Uh, Gophers win at the WCHA final face-off, uh, beating UMD 5-1. to one. We will have all the news. Another update on that weather. We've got a winter storm warning for a portion of the Twin Cities. We'll have details coming up on CCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.